Welcome to the Before Midnight Podcast, coming to you from the N Plus One studios overlooking beautiful downtown Frankfurt. In this podcast, we explore the world of age group triathletes. We'll be looking at the real-world challenges of being an amateur multi-sport athlete. I'm your host, Linda Word, along with my co-host, Brian Schenkenfelder. How's it going today, Brian? Phenomenal. It's going well. I'm uh, semi-rested now. Semi-rested from your rest? From my uh, vacation. You know, vacations are always an interesting thing. When I was younger... I in my 20s, 30s. You'd go on a trip, and about four days, four or five days into it, about Wednesday, Thursday, you really start to feel relaxed. And then the, you're packing the next day and going home. Yeah, yeah. I've always kind of thought that vacation should be two weeks for because of that. Right. This is the first vacation in a long time I can remember where I got to Thursday and didn't feel relaxed. That was disappointing. <laughs> it was a, It was a good trip. We had fun. Uh, we got... Some rain in the middle of the week that kind of pretty much killed a couple days. Not completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always used to wake up and go down to the beach or go to the, we'd usually just go to the pool first and then we'd go down to the beach for a little bit and then we'd come back and do the pool. And then in the afternoon, we'd either do that again or <laughs> we'd go visit somewhere or do something. They have like mm-hmm. a seashell museum down there and other types of activities. We just didn't do any of that other stuff. We just. You didn't do any of that other stuff the whole not week? Not really. No, because we just didn't really have any time for that because of the rain and stuff. Oh. Kind of killed that. So we would, on well, those days when it rained, those two or three days it rained, we just kind of went to the pool and beach those days. Yeah. Or we might go out to eat dinner. Yeah. Like we did that a little more than we did in, in previous trips down there. Right. It was good, though. We, we, we did good. have fun. It was a lot of fun. The, the pool was extremely warm. The ocean was extremely warm. Then it rained, and they weren't extremely warm anymore. They were just <laughs> warm. You like that warm water. Little, I did like warm water. I got in the pool yesterday, and I was like, oh, my God, this water here is freezing. <laughs> <laughs> After having been in the, the nice warm water all week, it felt really cold to come back to the pool. It <laughs> was 82 up, degrees, uh, which is actually fairly it. warm to begin with. Yeah, I was going to say, 82 is not that cold, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> you were swimming in bath water. Yes, it was very much like a bath. It was great. Uh, the yeah, ocean no, was pretty warm too, for the most part. Until like I said, till the rain came through for a couple of days, it, it yeah. cooled off things quite a bit. Started warming up again by the time we left. I just, yeah, I don't like the idea of swimming in that water that's that warm. But you're not swimming; you're just hanging out in it. Oh, okay. Right. That's it's the ocean. It's the pool. You're just hanging out. Okay. You're playing silly games. Okay. Well, in that case, yeah, then it's fine. <laughs> then it's fine. Yeah, you're not like lap swimming or anything. Okay. So I'm thinking, like, workout in bath water sounds horrible to no, me. No, that would be really bad. But if you're just yeah. kind of sitting around the yeah. pool, just hanging out, right. playing with your younglings, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, yeah, then you do want it warm. Yeah, I remember I mean, being a kid, New England, Cape Cod, Maine, coming out just purple because yeah, you're just it's, so cold. It's no fun to just sit around in a pool and be cold and shiver. Yeah, yeah. You don't no, stay in I wouldn't very get long. in if I was just sitting around. That's one of the reasons we were in the pool for so long. You can get in and stay in forever because <laughs> you never got cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then it was 90 degrees when you got outside. Yeah. not a w- But, you know, if you're getting hot outside in the sun and cool off in the pool, you're not cooling off in the pool. No, you don't really cool off in the pool. Yeah, that might be a bit much. I don't know. You, you just cool go the into ocean. the pool and have fun. Yeah. You just never lay out. There's no reason to lay out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, really. <laughs> when the pool's <Okay>. warm. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys had a good time. And maybe, get, well, doesn't sound like you got one day of relaxing. When day did you all leave? Friday or Saturday? It was Saturday. Okay. It just, it was never, I just never really got super relaxed on this trip for whatever reason. Hmm. Don't know. It was just a lot of things going on. We, yeah. There was never really a lot of sitting. 
I guess. Well, I guess we set while it rained. I think it was just like the TV watching and stuff like that that we would do here. Yeah. We did there. It wasn't just kind of sit down and watch the sun go idly across the sky. <laughs> <laughs> and the one downside to Sanibel Island is the beach isn't very good for walking. Why? It's all shells. Oh. So if you, you like to hunt them. shells, it's a fantastic place. Right. If you want to walk barefoot, not so much. Not you so much. <laughs> <laughs> on the beach. And that, that's, it, it made like going down, like walking on the beach, just something I really never did yeah. much of. I think we did it like once or twice. Yeah, that was, uh, anytime I've been to the beach, that's like my go-to before everybody gets up. It's like, I just got to be on the beach. But been a few years. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got to guys got to go, though. That was good. It was good to get away for a little while. Yeah. Uh, even though it wasn't super relaxing, it was yeah, good to change the pace for a Different week. location. Yes, yes. Different but we're back to the grind. It's all good. Yep, back to it. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a crazy couple of weeks since last week. I guess got together and talked. We finished up our soccer season. I guess I should at least finish my soccer oh, yep, discussion before soccer. we get too far along. We uh, had a tournament that we ended up moving to Friday because we were going on vacation. <laughs> we need to get down there like Saturday, and I'm like, well, if we play Saturday, we wouldn't get down there till Sunday sometime. We'd miss a whole yeah. day at the beach. I mean, we still missed half a day because we didn't leave. The soccer games were Friday night. We didn't get done till 7 or 8. We didn't get out of here until 11 o'clock at night or something. Um, 10 or 11. Then we drove, what, four or five hours to Chattanooga and spent the night in Chattanooga, which is... You spent the early morning in Chattanooga by the time you yeah. got there. Oh, my gosh. For whatever reason, traveling to Florida, it's really hard to find a hotel that's not just weird and creepy. <laughs> <laughs> we just, because we were only going to spend, we knew we were going to get late. We just got some cheap hotel, and, and it was fine. The hotel was, was okay. It was that next morning I'm walking out, and some like lady starts talking to me while I'm putting my bike and stuff in the van. and It was interesting. She was just out of the hospital she was homeless she'd broken up with her husband and or, i don't know it was just this ongoing <laughs> story of her drama <laughs> nice Good her morning. sob story of life it was like oh okay yeah nice and so i'm just like carrying on this conversation just to be polite <laughs> strange so tell me about soccer <laughs> <laughs> coming back to the back always to travel for me has always just been this weird story i'll tell a story about going to europe one time <laughs> Another that was, podcast. That was that was a different podcast. So That's a fantastic story. <laughs> we uh, we had the playoffs. This time we got the benefit of the uh, the one seed. We played the first game against a team that just really wasn't very good. They only had like six or seven players. They just mm-hmm. didn't have a team. It was a team that had some chaos. They finally they really didn't have a coach until late in the season. Oh wow! They it's a bunch of kids who really didn't know each other that well. They had a couple of kids who were okay, mm-hmm. but they were never really gonna threaten uh, right. our team and I decided to make a tactical decision for the tournament where generally I try to just push forward we're just going to play offense we're going to pass we're going to try to score I was going to be a little more defensive I wanted to have a, like a full-time defender who never really went past the midway line who okay. played a solely defensive position we ran that in the first game just to kind of to pl- test it the concept and get people kind of comfortable with the idea because yeah. I knew that the championship game would be a little bit more Involved, and we were able to execute it. We, we learned some things from it, and we beat the team pretty handily. They never really, I think, they came close to scoring like once <laughs> in the entire game, <laughs> which is fine. I'm, yeah. you know, I, I got a team that's playing pretty well, and I have some players who can 
we're going to be going on to select soccer. And yeah. It was good. Good. So we get to the championship game against the team that I had the... <laughs> encounter? Encounter with the last time. But the then I, I, I'd made friends with the lady yeah. since that whole debacle of an incident uh, and got her going towards club soccer herself. Just mm-hmm. it was it was good. I, I like I said I I made friends with everybody on the team. But it's gonna I knew it was gonna be a competitive game. Right. Their coach was she's really nice, but she's like hyper competitive and the parents are all hyper competitive. Right. I knew this time I couldn't play the whole you know, like after twenty minutes he needs to sit because you got too many kids, everybody's supposed to play an equal amount. Right, yeah. Type you just thing. keep your mouth shut on So I was thing. just gonna keep my mouth shut on this. I, I knew that they were gonna play him a big chunk of the game. That's why I wanted to get a lot more defensive. Right. In the first game we played them, they scored a lot of goals off just kind of breakaways. Okay. Where we pushed forward. They got it, turned it around, uh, and came down and got easy goals. I wasn't going to allow that to happen this time. Mm-hmm. We were going to put a defensive player in. And for the most part, while that kid played a good 30 minutes of the game, he only got like three goals. Good deal. We were able to pretty much stifle him because mm-hmm. the focus was on him. He didn't have any teammates. The teammates just at some point were like just – Watching Don't. him, <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't even bother to help him. It was, yeah, <laughs> and mm-hmm. you're just while he, you know, got some goals and made some plays. You're not going to run through multiple people defending you, right. especially if I have a full time defender who can at least keep you from going straight at the goal easily and mm-hmm. allow the other players to get back. Because once you get a couple of players back, he's not going through two or three kids. It's just not going to happen very yeah. easy. Not by himself. Th- for when he played, we played him pretty even. They had to sit him some. He couldn't play 40 minutes. It just wasn't going to happen. They played him mm-hmm. probably 30 minutes. But when he came out, we just started scoring at will and then built a big lead. And then the game got late, and I'm, I'm like telling him, like, okay, guys, everything is slow. The ball goes out of bounds. Walk to it. I'm trying to – the ball goes over the back line to my goalie. Was like, she was like, just don't be in a hurry. Everything's slow. <laughs> Everything's slow. Time. Take your time. This is the <laughs> soccer way. And they didn't get it. They would, like, the ball would go out of bounds. They'd run and grab it and throw it in. They're like, oh, my God, just slow take down, your down. time. This team's like, we're up, like, five or six goals. We weren't going to lose. But it's like, take your time. Let's just get this thing over with and get out of here. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> the clock it's the soccer out. way. Yeah, it's a soccer way. Just take your time. The ball goes out of bounds, you know, walk to it. Pick wow. it up. Look around a little bit. Throw it in. It's a goal kick. You know, walk after the ball. Let them run after it. They want to make the game quicker. Yeah. Walk after it. Get it. Walk back. Look around. Kick Wave it. to your mom. Just kill time. <laughs> kill time. Kill time. They didn't. It was that was a little bit like ah, just kill the time. Kill it. They've, you've never had them do that before. No, I've never had them do that before. <laughs> they really didn't. They didn't get the concept, and that was kind of yeah <laughs> a challenging thing. Yeah. Sort of. It's yeah. just kind of like yeah, it's like run the clock out. You got to lead. Run the clock out. <laughs> Oh, well. Yeah, so it was a much more tactical game than I've probably done the rest of the year. Yeah. It was good, though. We we finally won. Yay. Yay. We're champions. Woohoo. Never (laughs) sung about that. Yay. (laughs) Uh, It was funny because the mom afterwards came over to me and we talked a little bit. And then she's like, I just wanted to show you the rules. It doesn't say anything about max of 20 minutes. It shows that everybody should play an equal amount. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But you have more than 10 kids on your team. That me if everybody plays an equal amount, they can't play more than twenty minutes. She's like, Well, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> you just proved my point. Thank you. Huh. <laughs> she was like, Yeah, I, I know it's not a max. I just I could I, I knew you had more than ten players in your team. That way no one could play more than twenty minutes. That right. was where I was coming from. 
<laughs> I think she finally figured out where I yeah <laughs> where I was coming from on it. It, it mm-hmm. wasn't that I was limiting him to twenty minutes. I just knew that he couldn't play more than twenty minutes if I played an equal amount yeah. of time. Depending, on, I mean, he could play tw- if they had fewer people on the team, then it would have worked. Yes, but, but I could uh, count. That's the difference. <laughs> and I'm good got at math. Those math so. skills. That's <laughs> where they come in handy. <laughs> uh, well, good. Well, congratulations. That was good. That's good. Finally got a win. Next. Yeah. Of course, now we go into fall soccer, and I, I doubt Alex will even be on my team. I'm going to probably coach at least one more session for all my kids who are not doing select soccer because mm-hmm. uh, Alex has moved on to King's Hammer. We had our first practice. That was interesting. Okay. It's it's pretty cool that you have two 90-minute practices a week for soccer. That's nice, yeah. Yeah, he can just – you can just see the coach just slows it down. He'll, he stays with the drill much longer than I ever did. Well, he He'll has run the time to. Bit. And then he'll try to get him to pick up the pace. Right. It's all the stuff I would probably do if I had a lot more time. <laughs> yeah, if you had two 90-minute practices. If I had three sure. hours a week of, tr- of coaching, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of things you could do different. There's a lot yeah. more skills you could work on. There's a lot more things you can do. I, I was always hurried to like, okay, let's try to get this. Let's try to run as many reps as we can, as quick as we can. Right. And then we'll do some scrimmaging to kind of go over game situations. Mm-hmm. And that was our practice. It's just too short. You can't you know, like 20, 30 minutes of drills and 30 minutes of scrimmage. Yeah. There's not a lot you can do in that short period of time. Right. Maybe in the fall we'll have to have a second day where a non-mandatory practice. Practice, yeah. Maybe I won't call it a practice. I'll call it a skill development camp and have yeah. it someplace that's not <laughs> Controlled by at the Lakeview where we can just right. work on the skills that I can't work on during practice, especially as we get into we're going to be playing on the big fields in the fall. So it's now going to be a lot more role-based soccer rather than what we've been playing. Mm-hmm. The skills are still there of passing, yeah. receiving, and all that stuff. But now you're not running up and down the field. Now you've got more a role-based game plan for mm-hmm. each player. Because at the end of the day, you can't run up and down that field all day. You're just not going to do it. It's a huge field. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to wear you out. It'll wear you out. Therefore, you have to kind of play your position more of it. And you, mm-hmm. you have a maybe a half of the field that right. is more manageable to kind of control. Yeah. Some people will have more of the field than others based on what role you have. But you know, you'll have st- defenders who play a more defensive position. You'll have attackers who play on the more offensive side of the field. Right. You'll have midfielders who kind of control the, in between that. It's the way soccer's played. And we're going to have to teach all that. You know, When you're teaching those things, how do you teach how to pass, how to how, dribble? Yeah, hopefully they develop got those skills. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That'll It'll be, be fun. That'll be a challenge. <laughs> new new horizons. Yippee. Yeah. No. That's where that's where we're at with soccer. All right. It's always fun. I I've been talking about it for a while. I should at least bring the culmination of a our season. The culmination <laughs> came out well. That's good. Yeah. Congratulations. Unlike last time we lost, we we want we we came out victorious this time. Woo-hoo. We got a championship trophy. At least the kids got a championship trophy. Yeah. You got. Which it. I think is kind of weird for a rec league, but that's yeah. whatever. <laughs> I don't know. They change how they do it all the time. So I think it depends on what the budget is as to what you're going to get. <laughs> well, I just, it just seems strange to have like this tournament at the end. Yeah. It is a couple more games, which is good. That's better than just having like the five game season and be done with it. Or six game that season just didn't and be make done any with sense it. To me. This like, allows you to just... at least have seventh or eighth game, but I don't know. I just, yeah. It's hard on these younger kids to play in a tournament. They get really nervous. Yeah. It's with like the, a big uh, test. Yeah, it's like a big test. Yeah. It seems to count a little more, yeah. which is 
I'm just not a huge fan of that at too young of an age. Although they're starting to get old enough that it's not as big a deal. Right. Yeah. And it's where we're headed to with club soccer anyway. It's yep. just the way it's going to be in that too. Which, again, I that's just my personal feelings on youth yeah. athletics. I think they get a little too competitive, a little too young, a little yeah. too far off the skill base side of it. Well, I had a big weekend. Nationals, yay. Yes, you went to age group nationals. I did. Tell us about the experience. Do you want to hear the hotel experience first? Like, did you have you know? cool hotel experiences like me? I had the creepiest hotel experience ever. Did you have a lady of her night plying her uh, wares in the yes. room next door? Um, in front of the hotel, like a group of them. Yeah, yeah, that was... Yeah, don't go cheap on hotels in big cities. Just don't. Just don't. <laughs> that, was, that was rather terrifying, um, especially since I almost... A friend of mine came with me, thank goodness, but... She almost had to back out the last minute, and I was very lucky she was there because I don't know what I would have done. We pulled up to this hotel, and there's all kinds of people hanging out. It's about 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. And, like, um, and there was no way to walk in without walking past them, and I was like, uh, They're just people? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that I can most likely outrun, thank That's God. That's true. <laughs> thank goodness for that, but... You know, it was it was very awkward, and then uh, having to check in and then go back out and get my bike out of the car and walk past them again was rather terrifying. <laughs> um, that they didn't make any comments except for one guy made a comment about the bike, and um, you know he saw me lifted up over the curb, and he was like, "Well, that's a really light bike." Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 it is." <laughs> Crap! Please don't touch it. <laughs> So, yeah, in was, urban area, you probably don't want to go real cheap with your uh, hotels. No, no, big mistake, big mistake. But it was, you know, I mean, we were safe enough once we were in. We didn't leave again. The morning crew, well, it was funny that when we were checking in, um, one lady was like beeline out of there. She looked like she was probably there for the race. You know, she's pretty athletic, maybe a little bit younger than I am. Um, and the lady behind the counter, behind the plexiglass, <clears throat> it oh, wasn't... Yeah bulletproof glass but no all the hotels have plexiglass now right but it like it. went all the way up to the ceiling so yeah. it was a little more than covid kind of plexiglass <laughs> anyway and the lady behind the desk was like did you you know book with travelocity and she was like i don't know <laughs> and she just turned and left it was like whoa and then another guy came up to the window he said i have a family emergency i need a refund i've got to go it's like no he didn't <laughs> he was just getting up but I, you know, I had looked for hotels. I, stupid me, just note to self, you know, when you register for the race, get your hotel at the same time. Why I didn't do that, I do not know. I registered for the race and I should have booked the hotel because there wasn't anything left by the time I did book a hotel that was, you know, a reasonable price. Everything had gone way up or they didn't have rooms available. Well, my tip for that situation, I've been there before, is just get a hotel 30, 40 minutes away from the race. And then just drive in that morning. And then just drive in. Well, and I wasn't really, like when we went to Cleveland, they had shuttles. Right. I hadn't seen any information about that. They probably didn't. It they was, did not, no. I mean, because it's, it's not that urban where that race was. Not like Cleveland. <laughs> no, no. It turns out there were a lot of parking garages and, and things. I mean, you know, we went up on Thursday. I wanted to have enough time to check in the bike and just kind of chill out. You know, yeah. we, we could have gotten up there Friday. I had until 5.45 to check in my bike. Right. But, you know, six and a half, seven hour drive. Eh, 
you know, it was better to go up on Thursday. So anyway, but uh, yeah, so I was afraid if we didn't go to that hotel Thursday night, I wasn't going to find anything. We we're going to be sleeping in the car. Uh, right. No, didn't want to do that. So I felt, you know, all right, me and somebody else, you know, we're together, stay together. We'll survive the night. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what we did. Um, Once you get in the hotel room, no one's probably going to bother you. Right. You there know, might, might be a lot of noise and might stuff be going some around. Noise. No you. noise, though. I was Generally, little, people don't. Yeah. I mean, you have people partying and all kinds of fun things at times. Generally, they're not going to, like, knock on random doors very often. Right. And the doors were pretty secure, and it was like, okay, you know, we're, we're okay. Your car may not have been okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little concerned about that. I mean, we took everything out of the car. Like, <laughs> insurance will pay for the car. <clears throat> but, yeah, let's let's get the bike out especially. Oh, yeah, make sure definitely. You know, sunglasses. I mean, having nothing that anybody At least you could see. Easily. Yeah. So then the next day, we uh, took everything, and we got out of there and uh, found another hotel. And we ended up staying in a Drury, which is what we stayed in when we were in Cleveland. I was like, okay, I know this is a good hotel. Right. They actually have a room. Yay. I I don't care what it costs. (laughs) (laughs) I bet that was cheap. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it was well worth it. Yeah. And then... uh, I figured by the we went back to the old hotel and I was like I'm going to check out. They may and normally checkouts like eleven. I'm like well they're probably going to charge me for two nights because it was like three o'clock in the afternoon, two o'clock, and they only charged me for the one night. Oh wow! So that was that was good. That's usually why I ask for late checkout when I check in for races. Well, you know, I knew I wasn't going to be staying. <laughs> so <laughs> as soon as we checked in, it was like yeah we are out of here as fast as we can well that's the first one i'm talking about the second one. Oh, the second one uh, uh we weren't leaving until sunday oh okay so we stayed yeah i i made this kind of a longer trip just because of the distance i really mm-hmm. didn't want to race and then have to hurry back to the hotel you know try to shower blah blah blah, blah get packed up and leave and drive seven hours we wouldn't have gotten back to frankfurt until like 10 o'clock at night that's the fun stuff then you can't no, walk no, the, the fun stuff later. is That's like great, sleeping man. in on Sunday morning and going, "Hey, there's a pool downstairs. Let's go." But then you're like Sunday afternoon, like, "Ah, I gotta drive home." Yeah, but we you could, know, you know, we took Sunday. our time. I mean, it was fine. So no, that's. But the race itself, I was really pleased. The um, venue was really nice. The swim was phenomenal compared to Cleveland. Oh my God, it was protected. It. The sun was to the side. You were never swimming into the sun. You could see the buoys. You could sight. Um, limited on how many people could be at the start because you had to hold on to a dock, and there was only so much room. There were 139 women in my wave. That was probably about all you were going to fit. There was a couple women that like couldn't find a spot and that were just kind of floating around. Um, I mean, it was, you know, here, here's your best friend. You, you, were, you were pretty close to each other at that start. But um, you could get in uh, one in one section. They had a warm up area, and I just don't wear a wetsuit a lot. And that water was cold. It was it was seventy, I think seventy two. Ooh. Yeah. So it was a little chilly. A little chilly. Um, it means it was wetsuit legal too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There was I maybe saw four people in the whole race that didn't have wetsuits on. Everybody had a wetsuit. Yeah. There's too much of an advantage from wearing a wetsuit to not wear a wetsuit of some sort. Yeah. Well, and it's that cold. I wore a sleeveless. I didn't. I didn't wear my one with sleeves. I went ahead and did sleeveless, um, and that was no no problem. I'm glad I did. It makes it a whole lot easier to get out of the dang thing. So, 
I've never had any problem with the sleeved ones. The only problem with the sleeved ones I run into is it can just be a little uncomfortable to, to swim in them for yeah. long periods of time because your shoulders are so constrained. Yeah. And that's what I didn't want. And at 70 degrees or whatever, at 72, um, I, I knew would I'd be fine. Be full of- <laughs> yeah. I, I had no problems. So. so the swim is great. And the exit out of the water is always kind of like, uh, you know, you get your swim legs and you're trying to find land legs and, um, they had two of the they had steps going out and two of the steps were underwater so it was really easy to just yeah. I could see them and kneel on them, kind of get my bearings and then get out. The pictures are awful. I look like I'm flipping half dead, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and you run into the transition area and it's like I'm like looking at the spectators and they're all ah and I'm like you know I'm really debating my life choices right now. <laughs> but ran in, I had a great spot in transition like. As soon as I came in, I didn't have to detour. I was right there, right at almost at the end of the first rack. So, perfect. At least you had fans there cheering you on when you came out of the swim. I didn't have anybody there when I came out of the swim. My race two years. This three years was ago. a whole lot closer together than Cleveland too. Well, I was also the last wave. You so were also I was the like last one of the last. So there was no one waiting around for other people, <laughs> other waves. When there I were came out. four waves after me. The th- 30 to 35-year-old women, the 60 to 65-year-old women, and then the open men and women's divisions were all after me. But still, I was wave 18. Yeah, you were in the back half of it. I was definitely in the back half. So you want to be somewhere in the front half, I think, to get the maximum crowd enjoyment. I, when I was, I'm trying to think of when I was leaving for the bike that they were announcing the winner, possibly. Because I remember, like, the finish line. I came over the finish line. There was, like, nobody there. They were There was, like, hundreds and hundreds of athletes <laughs> over oh. in, like, the tent area next to it. Wow. It was, like, yeah, it was just me and I, I think my wife might have made it to the finish line in Cleveland. I mean, there was just nobody there. It was the, the was race I was mostly over. Finished? What? Where, where was I when you finished? You went off, like, an hour before me, so you were done, too. Everybody else was done. Well, I know, but why didn't I come to the finish line and see you? I think I was there. You may have been. You may have been off to the side talking. <laughs> well, I mean, it was just like we came in so late. I mean, yeah. I was. I mean, there couldn't have it, been more it than. Definitely, a, it definitely. When it's, I finished, there couldn't have been more than a hundred people behind me total. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really a mental ugh to be that late. Uh, I mean, it was fine going in on the bike, and the bike would kind of went in and out and back, and then out and back the other direction, and that first out and back was fine. Um, I had lots of company. It was good. The second out and back, I was getting passed and passed and passed. All these, the, the, the younger women were just flying past me. And then the open division, too. I mean, the guys were, you know, they were cruising. Yeah, that's the downside of starting somewhere in the middle is you're going to, you are going to get laughed by people and they're going to blow by you. Yeah. Unless you're like one of the elites. Unless you <laughs> unless you're one of the ones that's doing that. Yeah. Unless you're doing it to everybody else. Yeah. I mean I'm just yeah. looking at times. Uh, yeah, the winners of all these age groups are right around now yours were a little, for some reason your race was a little bit faster, but just kind of in general. Yeah. You're looking at like two hours, a little over two hours for a race for the winners of a lot of these age groups. Right. I mean I can do a two twenty five waves go seven or eight minutes apart. That means I have people from at least two three waves passing me and i'm not exactly slow yeah <laughs> at the race in general just because they're elites and we're right. they're just that we're much better our, than we're everybody our else age group athlete. yeah and this they're, is national so they're yeah. 
They're really, good. Yeah. There's some really just ridiculously elite yeah. athletes in these races. The other thing that happened on the bike and the reason I was getting passed that I did not realize, I have new wheels on my bike and I we're riding on a highway. So I did the first half and I was averaging about 20 miles an hour on the first part of the bike and I was feeling good. It was going, I was passing people on the bike. It was fairly flat. There was like one real long hill and stuff. Um, I couldn't get up a whole lot of speed coming back down. But then we passed where we had come on, you know, I was sort of doing the second half and I went over a bump and my brake started tip, 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 tip. And I thought it wasn't that bad. <clears throat> Apparently it was a whole lot worse than I thought. Because when I brought the bike back to the hotel and lifted up my seat and spun my wheel, it didn't spin. I'm like, son of a biscuit. So you must, have hit, you must have knocked your wheel out of true. I did. Yeah. That's good fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I ha- I could hear the front one, and I actually leaned over and just let that one all the way loose. I should have done I, it to the back. You know, and I should have done it to the back. And I, I should have stopped. I thought about leaning back there while I was still riding. I'm like, no, no, no. You're, you're, <laughs> that's asking for a wreck. I think. Don't do that. That wouldn't be too bad, if you're, especially if you're sitting up on the bike, to reach back and probably release that. If I had practiced it, at another point, I probably would have felt confident, but the roads were horrible. I mean, it's a city, city streets. Uh, Parts of them, you know, were, there was new pavement on a bunch of sections, which was nice, but they're concrete and, you know, and you've got those seams and they've all got oh, yeah. potholes in them and you got people yeah. passing and you get, you know. I will yeah. give Cleveland a heck of a lot of credit. That is probably the best city race I've ever done. That most of that race was paved. Yes. I'm surprised they didn't do that in Wisconsin. <sighs> I mean, I'm not saying it was horrible, but it's just not like what we have here and what I'm more comfortable riding on and what I get to ride on. So we're, it better we're than spoiled. Indy? Oh, God, anything's better than Indy. Are you kidding me? Oh, my <laughs> or God. Or like, what was the one in Water downtown Water bottles Louisville? everywhere. <laughs> I think Indy might not... Uh, Indy was hit pretty bad. The one in downtown Louisville is pretty bad as well. Yes. The one that goes down River Road. River yes. Road's in horrific horrible. shape. Horrible, yeah. This was, you know, this was not the worst that I've ever been on, but I should have stopped and fixed the brake. I just <laughs> I just should have stopped and gotten off the bike, unclipped, fixed it, and continued on with my ride and been done. But I didn't. And uh, anyway, but we got back in. Um, the run was really nice and flat. It was really pretty. There's lots of sailboats around there, so that was nice. Yeah, th- that's a pretty flat race in general. Yes. yes. Cleveland was a flat race except for the run except yes there were no hills like they were in cleveland that cleveland that hill at cleveland was brutal it was that was horrible and a steep hill and up and then back down i I didn't like it like mile five too i'm like oh god it was right at the beginning of it you had to do two loops in cleveland yeah that's right this was only one so you had to do it twice you had to go up and down that dang thing twice yes the downhill was worse than the uphill (laughs) The second time, I was like, oh, no, we're, we're walking this. <laughs> so this race, I, I, I don't, I'm not nearly as fit as I was for Cleveland, and I know that. And, you know, huge holes in my training, and they were all kind of came blaring out. I knew the run wouldn't be as good, and I was like, eh, I was okay with it. So I walk, you know, went through the water spots, walked through those. It was hot. There was no shade. So I'm like, you know, heart rate's going up. I'm going to take a breather. So I played leapfrog with this lady. I don't know how many times I passed her. She passed me back probably four or five. And uh, I just did that. She ran consistently. She did walk through the water stops, but I had extra walks in there. Just a few steps, you know, and just kind of get the heart rate back down, get breathing back down. And 
takes off again. I'm the worst pacer that ever was. I'm like, <laughs> like kind of runner. But yeah, the what I've found the best strategy I had in races is to make sure that first mile, mile and a half, two miles feels easy. That's the key to a good try run. Well, and I because the adrenaline's running. Because usually the adrenaline's running fast, especially in like short distance racing. The adrenaline's usually running, but you're gonna be fairly quick because of the training and things you're going to be fairly quick it's just a matter of holding it back so you don't right. go too fast too quick you want to be comfortable that first mile then after that you can be like okay let, let, let's maybe if we need to kick it up a little bit let's kick it up a little let's let's go run it's very I, I still struggle with that you know i feel good so this feels like an easy pace and it should have been even slower. The you other thing that happened... You have to really hold it back that first mile. The other thing that happened on this race, too, is they had us going on a boardwalk that wasn't closed. So there were people, there were tourists on bikes coming at me. There was, like, all kinds of people milling around. And I it, it, it threw me off. I'm like, I, I need to get out of here. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what's going on. Why are all these people in my way? You know, I'm, and that got a little weird. But when, once I got off that section into the first water stop and took a right and I was like okay and kind of settled in a little bit I was like all right you know when I did walk I waved a sailboat you know blah 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 blah. it was fine um I ended up you're waving to sailboats in a race in a championship race yes I did (laughs) it's not like I was gonna win the thing (laughs) no but it was good I ended up uh, the last mile I did not walk at all and I I think that was probably my fastest mile and I expected that lady to be right behind me. Uh-uh. She was like two or three minutes. She was trying to keep up. Apparently, she really, really pushed it. I think she must have been the 60 to 65 age group. I think she was a little older than I was. And uh, But I waited for her to cross. It was like, whoa, all right, don't puke on me. <clears throat> she really pushed it. So, I, I mean, I ended up feeling good at the finish. I mean, my heart rate <laughs> really spiked, but just for the last little bit. So it's like, eh. Not so bad. Yeah, not so bad. So passed a lot of people on the run. So I kind of redeemed myself from the bike and just annoying um, that that bike would have been so much better had I. It would have been a little better, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm thinking it would have been a whole lot better. I mean, I just couldn't figure out why I was struggling. Yeah. The bike is what I've worked on on probably more than swimming this year. You know, I've gotten very comfortable on the bike. So it is what it is. It is done. I may have to do that race next year i think they're in the same spot aren't they next year they are they are i actually could sign up i think well i think yesterday was the deadline i could sign up for i think half price i think i paid 250 without having to qualify too i can't imagine they'll probably have much qualifying again next year the year after that they'll probably have qualifying again because this year is probably a little scuffed i'm sure as well they probably didn't have as many races being well this was the biggest nationals they've ever had there were six thousand athletes they've never had that many well that's because they didn't have because they didn't have 2020 yeah yeah they didn't have the qualifications they may they may like uh not come back to qualifying for that race again especially if they start having if they get crowds like that yeah I mean, that's a money maker for them. Oh yeah, that's a money maker yeah. for them. It was very. I mean, they they did a beautiful job organizing. I had no issues finding out where to go, where anything was. It was. I mean, yeah. They expo wasn't real big, but it was nice. It was fine. Um, not as much swag this year. Last time we got hats and stuff. This year, well, this year we got a. I got the shirt and the swag bag, whatever string bag. Like I don't have. 8,000 of those, but sorry, 
Those are still nice. Yeah. I mean, it's very handy at a race. It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot a bag. Yeah. Got a bag. Cool. Yeah, it was... Uh, I might go next. I'll be in a new age group next year. We'll see if I, like, make some... Qua- I, I will be racing here soon. I'm going to do the Mojo. I don't know if I'll qualify in that one or not. I, I don't know... They have the weird 10-year age groups. Oh, that's right. And I'm on the back end of that 10-year yeah. age group. <laughs> <laughs> so my chances of finishing in like the top like one or two of that is probably pretty small. I, last time I was like the first one in my technical age group, even though I right. finished fourth in the race, in my in, in the age groups they had split up. Yeah. In. It'll be interesting. I guess it depends on how nationals would look at it. Yeah, that was You know, because they go by five years. So right. if you're in a race that's 10-year... Would they just automatically split it up? Yeah, I may just have to do a second race. Although, like, there's not really a lot out there. I think there's like no. Traffersite, but that's a fairly competitive race. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would win my age group in that one because there's always a handful of. That's a race I've, I've. I don't think I've ever won my age group. I think I finished second in my age group like three or four times <laughs> in that race. Yeah. It's, so I have to maybe go out and try to find some small sprint I can use to. Dig so that we can find <laughs> for, for you for next year. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would auto if I automatically get in for next year because I did this year or not. It used to be like the top ten or twenty percent in your age group. Yeah, well, that's or something like that. I got in the top fifty percent, which made me like not so sad. The easiest way is usually if you find your regional qualifier there's usually like regional qualifiers mm-hmm. to find that because they take like the top 33 percent in their in each age group mm. which is a little bit easier to get to right because most people don't go oh that's a regional championship let me go race in that race they generally are popular races so there's generally a lot of people in them anyway yeah but it's a lot easier to get top third in your age group than the top 10 percent which is, is in most races that's in theory of the qualifier i can't i i wouldn't surprise me since they had this many people shot at this time if they just drop Save. the whole qualification you know, process you want to come you want to come and, well that's what the sprint is i don't think they have any oh yeah the sprint, the sprint is not a qualifier you don't have to qualify to do the sprint a lot of people were doing i mean when they say six thousand athletes too i don't know if that meant both days there was a lot of overlap a lot of people were doing both races it wouldn't surprise me if I were USAT, what I would do is like, okay, if I'm going to cap the race at 6,000 people, let's open it up to people who qualified, send the people them signed up, and then we'll go to the general population just well, to fill it up. Well, I think that's actually what they did. I think that's what did. they did. I, I feel like that's going to be what they do going forward, forward as well. Yeah, to get, as long as the venue can accommodate that many people, that's the other thing, you know, is there is there enough room? I mean, Cleveland there was, but they capped it at 5,000, I think, yeah. so... I don't know. We'll have uh, to see. I mean, it's going to be the same place next year, so I assume they'll cap it at 6000 again. Yeah. yeah. It was a good experience. We'll see. I'm on to, on to new adventures. I start my master's in psychology next week, so racing is like, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> I did one race. I might do tries for sight in September. We'll see. But yeah. The training the, the, is going to kind of come to a screeching halt here now for me. Yeah. So. The try for sight's always that weird one because you don't know what the weather's going to be like in September. It could be a really nice day. As long as that pool nasty. heater is working, I'm good. Yes, that does make a big difference. That pool heater was not working one year, and that's when I bought a swim skin fast. I Take my money. How much is it? Oh, my gosh. I do not want to get in that water. Yeah, Yeah, that's always me. a challenge. If you have a, yeah, if you can keep it up around 80, that's Yeah, manageable. it was less than 70. It was cold. Yeah, I don't know. You didn't go that year. I didn't go that year. I We'll see. I, we'll see. I'll have to look around and see what races. Either that or I might have to try to do an early race next year. A sprint of some sort. Maybe I'll do head-first performance race. Hopefully they'll have them. 
Yeah. Of course, that's always a crapshoot with them. If, who, if anybody good shows up or not, and they're in your age group. <laughs> and hence, Linda made it to nationals. Anyway. <laughs> well, it's, uh, well, I'm also on the guy side where it's, right. especially in hey, my age group. pretty competitive women in my age group. Especially in my age group where it's just ridiculously competitive. Although, not always. There's a gap. The 50s are just ridiculously competitive. In like the early four, late 30s, early 40s are ridiculously competitive. But somewhere like in the late 40s, I don't know why kind of drops doesn't off. always seem to be as competitive although i've been to races where that's an age group that dominated like uh derby city trifecta a couple of years ago yeah oh my gosh where yeah. i finished like fifth overall or sixth overall but like third in my age group yeah wait <laughs> what <laughs> the women's it's always it seems to be strange there's always like a young person i mean not always but most of the races i go to it's just really scattered You'll yeah. have 20-something and 30-something, and a lot of times you'll have a 50 or 60-something Yeah. in the top three, you know, in these smaller races as well. And <laughs> yeah, mainly it's your field's not very deep, so it has it gets spread out. It's a lot, a lot more, more random women, who's doing there's well. There's a lot more women, though, doing tries. I mean, out of the 6,000, it was almost half and half, Yeah. you know, at nationals. So Was it? Yeah. I'll have to look again, but I want to say it was like 1,500 women and okay. 1,700 men. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's starting to equal out. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just. All right, well, we've been talking enough today. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. If you are interested in finding Coach, check us out at go3sport.com, and we will talk to you next week.